It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com Hello, and welcome to It's a Fandom Thing. I'm your host, Erin Marlowe, and each week I'm joined by a panel of guests to discuss all things fandom and pop culture, primarily from a female perspective. You'll find everything from fanfic, to cosplay, to Schitt's Creek, to Supernatural, and everything in between. So put on your favorite piece of fandom merch, set aside that fanfic that you're writing about your OTP, and sit back and enjoy this week's episode. Hello, just a quick note about this episode. We recorded this on Friday the 15th of September, and at that time, Drew Barrymore and Bill Maher were still moving ahead with their shows, but they have since changed their mind on that. Uh, Drew Barrymore has said she's going to wait until the strike is over, is what it sounds like. Bill Maher is just, well, he's still a douchebag. So (laughs) he said he's changing his mind because there are negotiations. And then I also wanted to make a correction. The View is not like Good Morning America and all those other ones. So I know a lot of people are picketing them too. Sorry about that mistake there as well. And enjoy the show. Thanks. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Pop Culture and Fandom News. I'm your host, Erin Marlowe. And this week, I'm joined by Bex from Big Reputations Pod and Sasha. So, (laughs) sorry, Sasha's doing a little jig. I'm very excited to have both of you on this week. Friday, we are going to be talking about graphic novels. And like I have stated, that is something that I'm not that familiar with. So I'm going to, it's kind of almost going to be like an interview because I'm going to be relying very heavily on the wonderful Bex and the wonderful Sasha to help me with that. But before we get to Friday's episode, we're going to talk about some pop culture and fandom news. So first off, Bex from Big Reputations Pod, what is one thing in fandom or pop culture that you are into right now? I have to say, I really struggled with this this week because I was like, okay, let me narrow it down. Podcasts, books, music, Like, what can I come up with? And literally, the music I've been listening to is a soundtrack. And the podcasts I've been listening to have been about shows. And I'm (laughs) like, school just started. So, like, I'm not really in the reading mentality. I haven't had a moment to sit down and and get into it. But I thought maybe I'd kind of go with a hobby 
thing. Um, and so that is my scrapbooking. So I have been scrapbooking for about 20 years and I really, really like it. And, you know, like I know there's a lot of people who do like knitting or crocheting. Or, give me a needle and I'll probably stab you with it. Like I just can't <laughs> with needle crafts. <laughs> I just, I don't have any patience for it. But I love making scrapbooks. It's like visual journaling. Right. So I take all the pictures. Right now I'm working on 2020. So there's that. <laughs> um, and, you know, I take all the pictures. I like, I put them chronologically for the most part. And then there's a few random ones that I'll like sort by type. Like, oh, these are food pictures. These are neighborhood pictures, whatever. And then I like, I get to pick out the papers and the stickers in advance and I put them all in a stack. And then I sit there and I go one page at a time and I just go through it. And I'm part of a group where we get together once a month and and do these albums together. Kim, I introduced her to, that's my podcast co-host for anyone listening who doesn't know. And she she just got into it maybe like four or five years ago with me. And uh, so we, we go once a month and we just have, you know, we have wine, we eat snacks, we maybe make a few pages. <laughs> I kind of wish I had more time to do it at home or more space so I could set it up like permanently. But uh, anytime I get to do it, it, it's just a lot of fun. So in in lieu of any specific fandom thing, it's my hobby thing this week. So Sasha. Yep. I was going to ask Bex, um, are you familiar or I'm going to introduce you to new crack and I apologize in advance. But if you have not gone to the website or there, it, it's a shop, it's a little independent shop, female owned in maybe Pennsylvania. That, I could be lying. It's somewhere east. Okay. Well, that's where I am. I'm somewhere yeah, east. Somewhere of you. east of me um, called Of Aspen. Okay. They are a paper store so they do like pens journals papers washi tape like all of that stuff but they are doing their big halloween drop right now and they've got a ton of there's an entire set that's nothing but like scrapbooking materials oh all right all right yes i am definitely into all of that uh my my supply is getting a little bit low um i've been trying to like use up some of my old stuff before i go diving into new stuff so that'll That'll give me a, a little route to travel down once I get there. <laughs> yeah. So I apologize in advance again because. No, no, no. That little shop is like crack, but it is a small business, female owned. So, you know. We love support. both of those things. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. Aaron. No, it's fine. I just thought it was funny that you said, the, I don't know, the new crack thing. For some reason, it really just cracked me <laughs> up. I was thinking of new Coke. Um, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> different than new coke new coke new crack it's new coke, all the new same crack. yeah that's how we roll <laughs> now with less sugar <laughs> so sasha other than crack no <laughs> sasha's not yeah. i mean other than that what are you you know what are you into right now <laughs> i went ahead and bit the bullet pulled the trigger, whatever thing you want to say, and signed up with the Denver Center Performing Arts and got myself a theater company package. So I will be seeing a bunch of plays 
over the next like eight months. I think I see seven of them. But I also bought some musical tickets um, because the theater package is literally just theater plays. And this week I got to go see Beetlejuice the musical. Which nice. Was phenomenal. So if anybody is into musical theater, I highly recommend that. If it tours near you or if you want to jump on Spotify and just listen to the soundtrack, it was a whole lot of fun. It was a good time. Uh, I am in Denver. And so to the night before we went or two nights before, um, our illustrious, fabulous human being, Lauren Bobert, got kicked out. Of her Sorry, show, I'm just clapping as she got. I saw out. that. I saw that on the on the social media. <laughs> yep, it was all over the social medias that she had gotten booted. So when we went, there was a lot of uh, ad lib political things that were commented in it. Made it really fun. So yeah, I'm I'm big into the idea of theater plays and musicals right now. Awesome. Awesome. And if anyone, I don't think most of our listeners would be like fans of that person, of her at all. But if anyone is at all doubting that that really, that she was really vaping and being just gross, there's video. So, you know. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Classy gonna be classy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Uh, well, awesome. I really miss going to the theater. I haven't been to, well, that's not true. I went to a play last year, duh, with Finn Whitrock. I didn't go to the play with him. <laughs> he wasn't sitting there next to me. <laughs> I was like, and that was a plot twist because that's not the version I remember. <laughs> no, I went with Tiff and that was that was a lot of fun. Uh, 222, A Ghost Story. So that's that's a great play if anyone gets the chance to see it. But yeah, I miss theater. I used to go all the time and I used to be in theater. I used to help run a theater. So yeah, awesome. I love theater, but it's like, and, and we've got all of it here, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's expensive. So it's a little tricky. Like I, I feel like I should have seen more plays than I have. Even the off-Broadway stuff is not super cheap. <laughs> I feel like the Denver Center did a really good job because, like I said, I think I've got seven shows that I get to go to, and it's a Thursday night, so it's not like prime anything. And I think it was two hundred and eighty bucks total. All right, that, that's all good. really good. That's awesome. Yeah, I feel it, like that's one ticket here. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, that's one yeah, concert was- ticket, pretty much. Right. Oh my God. But like Lion King. Those tickets are wildly expensive, and they've been there forever. Yeah, musicals are, hmm, yeah, they're a different breed. But this is That's just true. company theater, so I think they do it a little more affordably. Also, out there, if you if you can't, can't do that, check out local small independent theater theater groups because, trust me, it's you know it's they're competing against a bunch of bigger ones. And so you can go and sometimes that'll be a more intimate experience too. Sometimes you'll be in like a tiny little room with the, with the performers. And so it can feel more intimate and a lot of fun. So definitely support that too. Okay. Well, other than my ongoing annoyance and obsession with Jensen Ackles, God, this man needs to leave me the fuck alone. I know it's not his fault, but... (laughs) 
<laughs> and every time I go on TikTok, it's like every other video. <laughs> I'm like, uh. I think that's called the algorithm, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Don't blame it on me. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Don't blame it on me. I, I blame it on AMPTP and all the big streaming services because that's what made me rewatch a certain show. Okay. So mm-hmm. I blame that. But other than that ongoing annoyance in my life, I found a version of the song Losing My Religion that was originally by R.E.M., which I have to say, I do not like that version. I apologize, all my Gen X people. I hate that. I cannot stand that song. I'm actually not a big REM fan. I'm really sorry. I was when I was younger. Um, both my panelists have left. They didn't really. But but I found this version <laughs> by Belle Saint. And it's very uh, it's very cinematic and really kind of darker and sad and depressing and i'm really selling it here (laughs) i'm gonna download it right now it's my kind of stuff (laughs) and i have been listening to this song like i listen to it at least five times a day not even kidding and i've been listening to at least five times a day for a little over a week now so i am kind of obsessed with this version of this song the reason i found it is I want to say one thing I like that Spotify does now is they have this thing called enhance, like you can enhance your liked thing and it will give you recommendations based on what you listen to. Sometimes those are awful, but sometimes they bring you stuff like this. And that's how I found this song. And so thank you for that, Spotify. Remember, you can listen to us on Spotify. <laughs> Remember, you can rate us five stars on Spotify. Natty plug. Yeah. You can also, you know, now on Patreon, you can listen specifically through Spotify. Yeah, that was a cool addition, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, we did the same thing. We hooked them up through Spotify, and it's like, oh, it's so much easier. One one app for it all for those people. Yes, yes, for my lovely Patreon supporters. But I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying about... Um, Sometimes the original version just isn't it for you. Like, i not a huge fan of Push. But it's Matchbox 20, right? Oh, yeah. I don't like Matchbox 20. So. Okay. But if Ryan Gosling is singing it, I'm there well, for it. <laughs> if Ryan Gosling is doing pretty much anything, he's, he's the one I threw Jensen Ackles for, over for. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I missed that. What? What? You did what? For who? Really? There was a TikTok. Who are you? You are not my friend. You have been pod people body snatched. Well, I've liked Ryan Gosling for uh, so long. And now people, some people that didn't like Ryan Gosling before or were law on him are finally discovering the joy and the beauty that is him because of a certain thing that we can't mention, which kills me kills me that we cannot talk about this on this podcast honestly because although i will say we will be talking about it eventually once the strikes end so it's already planned so don't worry it will be talked about eventually i know you all know what i'm talking about but there was a tiktok that i did you can go watch it on our it's a phantom thing pod tiktok and it was a jensen ackles would you rather marry thing and it was like it, they'd already done this poll and everybody was choosing everybody else but Jensen Ackles. 
And I was really annoyed by it. I'm annoyed by myself for being so annoyed that everybody was choosing other people other than Jensen Ackles. And the only one that I chose over Jensen Ackles was Ryan Gosling. So that's where that comes from. Okay. Well, now we're going to move on to one thing in fandom or pop culture that is making you happy or annoying you <laughs> or pissing you off. Bex. Try, trying to keep positive here. Trying to keep positive. You don't have to. I mentioned <laughs> – well, I was – I was on an episode a few, couple weeks ago with the, the interview and I talked about New York Comic Con coming up and I'm going to mention that again just because I found out today that my panel proposal had been accepted. So congratulations. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> uh, it's called Comics in College Pop Culture Pedagogy and Fandom Final Projects. And so it's all about, like, it's a panel of college professors, and we're going to talk about the different ways we incorporate comics, pop culture, and fandom into our teaching, both in our input and in the output from the students, and, you know, just giving different examples. And, um, you know, I did something like this last year, and it was a lot of fun. Uh, Tanya was on. They, they were a fantastic addition to the panel. <laughs> and so I'm looking to, to get everybody back again this year. Maybe some new faces. We'll see who's available. And yeah, I like to get the the new tips and and tricks from everyone. This is a uh, the the education panels are like co sponsored by the New York Public Library. So you know, there's like these added components to it, and it counts as like professional development for like the K through twelve teachers who come and and all of that. Um, and last year we took the audio from that. We just recorded it on the table and we released it as a podcast episode on the Why Do We Read This channel that I have. So I was just very excited today to find out that like we'd been taken off the wait list and we are actually going to have a panel this year. That's awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. That's so cool. Yay. That's super amazing. Yeah. I'm super jelly. <laughs> it's just like such a bizarre thing to think of, right? Because like, I go to New York Comic Con as a fan, and I attend the panels, and I'm fans of the panelists. Like, I'm not even talking about show and movie people. Like, I I go to panels about like, um, you know, LGBTQ comics or race in race portrayal in graphic novels and things like that. And I just I'm like, ooh, like I look for names of panelists year after year and to like be one of those panelists now is just really, it's really surreal, but cool. Yeah, that's so awesome. Well, congratulations again. That's really cool. So Sasha, what's one thing you're excited, upset, annoyed? All right. I was going to go one way, but I'm going to go another way just because that's where my brain went and squirrel. Um, I fell down a TikTok rabbit hole last night. And I fell down the uh, Taylor Swift TikTok rabbit hole. I am not a Taylor Swift fan. However, all of the snippets of her at the VMAs, I just broke Aaron. Sorry. <laughs> it's Sorry. fine. Um, all of the. I mean, you're taking turns. She's talking about Ryan Gosling. Now you're talking about Taylor Swift. I, don't know I think you've just broken each other, and yeah. I'm here to witness it all. <laughs> you are. You totally are. Just stay with me because I am not a Swifty. I don't. I don't follow the the swiftness, whatever. 
but the snippets of her, I don't know. This was snippets. I don't know. So all of the snippets of her at the VMAs, like living her best life and hyping everybody up and dancing to everybody and just zero f's given she is living her best life at the vmas and those video snippets brought me so much joy last night that i desperately needed after yesterday and it just it made me so happy in my little heart i don't know swiftness it's fine <laughs> no i loved that though especially the swiftness <laughs> the swifters like the swifter sweeper upper swippers <laughs> No, I just like the Swifters because I, <laughs> what are they called? Oh, Swifties. That's right. <laughs> oh my God. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, it's, the, it's all about the swiftness though. <laughs> uh, well, I'm sorry to be a downer <laughs> for everybody, but that's what I'm here for. Uh, so Drew Barrymore and Bill Maher, but Bill Maher's a piece of shit. So whatever. But Drew Barrymore decided to go back and start recording her show again. Drew Barrymore, it is a talk show, but she works with WGA writers and they can't, they're on strike. And so basically she is <laughs> being a scab. Her writers were out there picketing her show. They had two, peop two people that were in the audience that didn't know that 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 the guilds didn't want her to be resuming her show especially the writers guild and they had picked up like a wga strike like we were support the wga like a pin or something from the strikers and they were wearing it and the um someone from the show kicked them out of the audience because of the fact that they were wearing the pins Drew Barrymore today, when we're recording this on Friday the 15th, and someone said, I think she might have taken it down, but released a quote-unquote apology video where she doesn't really apologize. She doesn't make any sense. If she's really going to want to make up this, she'll be like, I'm not going to do this anymore. I realize if she's worried about her crew, which she doesn't even mention, and them not being paid, she could pay them like other people have done she could reach into her pockets and pay them and then she compared it to the fact that when she started her show that was during the pandemic and so because she brought you know everybody together during that time she thought this was comparable to that so she needed to be back or something i don't know it was like a pseudo apology filled with almost tears and here's the thing about this <sighs> All these celebrities suck. I'm sorry, but I'm so sick and tired of being disappointed by every single person. And I know I should expect it by now, but I used to watch, I work from home and I used to watch her show every morning. And I was like, what? I, she's so cool and nice. And she seems so genuine and down to earth. And I should have known that that's, I mean, none of these people are who they are. <laughs> I want you all on my show, but <laughs> no, but a lot of these people end up not being who you think they are. But it's just so disappointing to me because she seems like such a genuinely good person. And to do this 
it's like such a slap in the face of a lot of people, but a real big slap in the face of her own writers. And that's another reason it really pisses me off. And then to release this video and not be like, uh, well, I'm changing my mind. I listened to you and I understand I made a mistake. I shouldn't have done this. That would have been a lot better than this pseudo whatever she was saying. And the and Bill Maher has also, I mean, you should mention Bill Maher has also decided to go back and start shooting as well. And he also uses, you know, he's going to do it without writers. So, but people have also asked that he not do that. The WGA has specifically asked that he not do it. Bill Maher is a piece of shit and he's trash and he's crap and I hate that guy. So him doing something like this is not shocking because he's an egotistical jerk. He is not a liberal bastion of hope, people. <laughs> so God, no. if you really listen to him, he is such a sexist. He said some transphobic, homophobic. He said some um, very xenophobic stuff. So he is not like a person of the liberal elites like people like to say he is. He's not at all. So he's not surprising to me. But she did really kind of surprise me, surprise me there. I just, I don't know, it took me by surprise. How many times am I going to say surprise? So I'm just disappointed. I'm just really disappointed in Drew Barrymore. That's. <sighs> yeah, I saw that too. And it kind of got me wondering about how all of that work. Because like, you know, are the other shows showing repeats right now? Because I know I've been in the doctor's office recently and they've had like the talk shows on and such. Um, and I feel like, like I think The View was on in one of them mm -hmm. and they were all, I think they were reading off of cards instead of teleprompters. Like had they written their own stuff? And so I didn't, I didn't know what the line was with all of that and then I heard about this and I was like, oh, okay. Those are different. So it's like under, like when okay. you're watching like Good Morning America or Today Show or stuff like that, they're in a different, they're in a different union basically. Okay. And so they are allowed to continue and they are allowed to do stuff. But with Drew Barrymore, even though she's like a quote unquote talk show, she's more in the lines of like an entertainment show and- her stuff is written for her by WGA writers, by writers that are in the guild that's on strike. And Got so it. that's why it's a little bit different. So and it's also it's really a matter of the too. fact that – So, sorry. Yes. Yeah, of course. No, so it's really a matter of the fact that she had WGA writers before the uh -huh. strike, whereas these other shows didn't have those – WGA writers. Yeah, and some, I mean, like, late night shows and stuff like that do have those kind of writers. That's why a lot of them weren't doing shows or, like, what happened with the first writer's strike is you'd have, like, those late night shows, they started coming back, but they would do stuff that was not written. It was, like, all improvised, and, like, they would, I think even, like, I don't remember who it was, did, like, an episode where they were looking at stuff in their wallet or stuff so it's like, and they were doing it, I think, I don't remember for sure, so I might be wrong, but they were doing it kind of as a way of solidarity, the way they were doing their show. I don't remember completely, but also a lot of shows were paying their crew, like they were like paying their crew while they were on strike so that the crew mm -hmm. didn't lose money. 
And then there were people like Jay Leno, who Jay Leno, he crossed the picket line, basically, and went, you can look this stuff up. That's why when Jay Leno went to the picket line with his measly two dozen donuts, drove up in one of his fancy cars, stopped for two seconds, got out, gave the donuts to the strikers. This was at the beginning of the strike, and then got back in and drove away. A lot of writers were mad about that because when the strike happened in 2007, 2008, he basically went back and kind of crossed the picket line and was like writing when he wasn't, when there wasn't supposed to be writing and all that stuff. So it's, it depends on the union and who they have working for them. And so things like Good Morning America, all that are considered more of like a news talk program. Got it. And that's why like also like, There's also game shows, like actors can still do the game shows and stuff like that. And also um, soaps, daytime television. Actors on daytime television, this is where it gets really tricky. Actors on daytime television are in a different kind of contract and they aren't allowed to strike with SAG. So they have to keep working, but their writers can't. So with soaps like General Hospital – they're hiring non-union actors to write new stuff, which is pissing a lot of people off, which I understand. But they also are doing it because they can't stop working because the actors have to keep working because they're on a different contract. So it's really kind of messy. But yeah, anyway, <laughs> it's a whole lot of stuff. It's a whole lot. It's a whole lot. Okay, well, for our last thing. I just decided we would just do something a little bit fun here and light and relaxed. And a couple of weeks ago, I had mentioned that I was excited about spooky season and fall in general. And yes, and I know Sasha is as well. And Bex is somewhere in there. You are, whether you want to be or not. (laughs) I came up with something. Don't you worry. (laughs) But it's also fall and – or it's about to be fall. And today in Colorado – I don't know what the weather's like in New York right now. But in Colorado, we're finally having a cool day. It's in the 60s. I'm wearing a sweatshirt. It's so flipping nice. Oh, same same with Bex. Yes, it's it's so nice. It's such a welcome change. I hate summer. Yeah. So I wanted to know just for fun, what is your favorite thing about this time of year, Bex? Apples. (laughs) apple cider apple pie apple crisp just plain apples we have this apple here called the empire apple and it is my absolute favorite it's nice and crispy not too sweet i'm a big apple fan um you mentioned the cool air like today i woke up we slept with the windows open last night i woke up it was 57 degrees out i was like okay i like this better than the like 90 degree humidity for sure I like the foliage. I like crunchy leaves. I mean, I'm a New England girl before I moved to New York. So foliage is like our jam. <laughs> and it's one of those things where you think, oh, you live there. You probably like don't even notice it. And it's no, you still do. Like I remember driving home. There was this one route on my commute home that like you could just see the fields and the the trees. And it was it was really cool. And our local cemetery, which is uh, it's called Greenwood Cemetery in Brooklyn. They do like tours of the cemetery and they do a Halloween sunset tour, which we did a few years back, which was, uh, which was really fun. You kind of, 
they'll take you to certain ones and tell you like like the murder stories and like the <laughs> the haunted this and that. So, you know, um I mean, to be honest, I am definitely much more of a spring girly, but I do appreciate how much love that people have for the fall, but I will say there is no one quite as enthusiastic about a season as fall people like it's true fall folks are just like <laughs> it's august 1st it's fall yay works ex- and i'm like mm, okay true. so here i am in february pretending it's spring like no <laughs> i'll give you september september I- i'm down with like that that definitely counts as as fall um even before the 20th or whatever it is but i you know i, I think one of my one of my things is just like, I love seeing people excited about it, but then I just get a little tired of like, it's fall for like four months a year when it's really only fall for three months a year. <laughs> it's it's just a personal preference. But again, I love how much you all enjoy it. And this was Bex's last appearance on the podcast. <laughs> I know. I saw that question. I was like, "Does Erin remember that I was super excited?" When I she did brought remember, it up? but I was like, "I'm still gonna bring it up because I was like, I'll add fall, maybe the fall." She'll because I specifically yeah. said spooky season, and yes, because yeah. So yeah, no, it's all it's all good. It's September. It's legit now. <laughs> <laughs> Start your own spring movement. <laughs> You know, I thought about it. I was like, but but the thing is, I think, I think the people in the other seasons were just we're like, all right, it's cool, it's it's the that season, and that. But because fall and spooky season overlap, y'all are just like you double down, and and, and you know what? <laughs> I don't want to like yuck anyone's yum, right? Like, enjoy it, go for it, <laughs> have fun. I'm gonna have my apples, and I'm good. <laughs> See, I took a risk. I took a risk. <laughs> I'm not here to start controversy, I swear. <laughs> no, it's funny because I'm the one who put it on there and I knew who was going to be on, but hey. Um, <laughs> Sasha, I know you are just like me when it comes to this. <laughs> I am that fall spooky bitch. I love it all. All of it. I start like, you know, mid august it's now spooky season because there's nothing after fourth of july exactly so the next thing after fourth of july is halloween so july 5th starts spooky season you can start all of the like hunting for the 12 foot skeletons you can start <laughs> planning all of your fall events everything you need to do for fall starts july 5th i don't know what to tell you it's fine Okay, I thought you had four months. Now you're up to like six yeah, months. Yeah, fall. because you have to plan. There are things that require planning. You have to plan what's happening. We have the first week in October is jam packed. We have a witch's paddleboard event. We have pumpkin festival at the Chatfield Gardens. We have cider days, which is all the apples, apple cider, apple cider donuts, the whole thing. I love that. I'm also an apple fan. I love the apple stuff. And then it's sweater weather, waking up today with it being like misty and foggy. And I teach high school. This week was homecoming. So today's theme was beach vacation. (laughs) 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 So we're all wearing like tropical shirts and shorts and flip flops and it's 60 degrees and drizzling. (laughs) It's fine. Totally tracks. But 
I love everything about fall, um, spooky season, all of the, you know, haunted fun things, going on the cemetery tours, just making up your own cemetery tours and visiting them all. The fall leaves, the colors, our colors in Colorado this year are supposed to be really, really good because we had um, some pretty good rain. And then hopefully we don't get a big cold snap that kills them. But starting this weekend, um, we should get some good colors. I've never been to New England. That is on my bucket list to do fall there because I hear that's beautiful. But yeah, every I'm everything about it. And I'm sorry, July 5th on starts spooky season. And I will not be taking any comments on that. <laughs> it's all right. I just mute like hashtag Halloween. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> You're welcome, Bex, for putting this on there. For you, I did this. <laughs> <laughs> thanks. Thanks. It's like all the listeners are going to be like, no, don't have her back, please. Just that's enough of her. <laughs> Well, this is my favorite time of year, especially starting in October. October, November, and December are my three favorite months, but especially October. And it's not just because of spooky movies and, you know, because horror is my favorite genre, as everybody should know by now. Uh, It's not just because of that, although that's a big, big, big part of it. I'm not going to lie. Spooky movies, getting scared. You know, but I I was watching a video today as this little girl. It was really funny. And she was talking about different things. And she was talking about Halloween. And she's like, it was something like, Halloween is my soul. Halloween is in my soul. And my sister sent it to me. And she's like, I think Halloween is in your soul. (laughs) It is. It totally is. It's like, I I get joy and pleasure from it. It makes me very happy. I'm one of those people that I know some people get like seasonal depression during like colder months. I get seasonal depression during the summer. Heat makes me a lot more depressed than the colder weather does. Uh, During this time of year, I usually will be happier, um, especially once October hits. But there's something about also the like there's something about the air during this time of the year. It's very crisp and it smells better. It just smells better. There's like this thing at night or early in the day when you can, I don't know, I wish I could bottle it up. I also love like the smell of cinnamon seems to be a bigger thing around this time. And I like the smell of pumpkin. I'm not like a big pumpkin spice person, but I do like the smell of it. And I agree with the apple thing. Um, I just recently went to Trader Joe's a couple of weeks ago and they have their apple cider donuts, which are really, I don't know if either one of my panelists have tried them. They are stupendous. They are so good. And I was very happy to see there's a TikTok showing which grocery chains donate to the political parties. And I was very happy to see how much um, Trader Joe's donates, you know, they lean more to the left. So I'm like, cool, I can still get my apple cider donuts. <laughs> the most surprising to me was Costco was like 90 something percent liberal or something to like, it was really shocking. Anyway, but all yeah, right. but so I love all of it, everything about it. It's going to be really interesting this year because I'm going to be in Ireland on Halloween. And 
Um, that's I'm really excited about it, but it's just going to be so different. Um, but I am packing um, some stuff. I'm packing a couple of things with my horror comfort character, as Carlo refers to him. <laughs> He's my horror comfort character, and I counted, and it's like I'm up to like 25, 26 items with him. And the other day, I have um, two tote bags. I got two of them last year, one from Sasha and one from my sister that say I'm just a woman who loves, you know, the initials are M.M. And I was at the grocery store and I brought one of those to use to get to put my groceries in. And the person's like, oh, my gosh, look at this. I'm showing it to everybody. And I'm like, yep. See, a lot of people think that person is their horror comfort character. So I love everything about this season. Murder. Murder. Yes. <laughs> murder. MM. Murder and mayhem. Yes. There was a um years ago there's there's a there was a Dennis Leary uh line that he used to say about vegetarians and I I used to be a vegetarian this is no offense to you either Sasha and I used to do all that and I grew up that way but he said there's one thing vegetarians have to admit meat tastes like murder and murder tastes fucking good <laughs> or something along the line I'm not quoting it exactly right but I love that line I love that. <laughs> My husband regularly quotes that. Really? <laughs> yeah, my husband regularly quotes that. He also regularly listens to the song Asshole. Oh my by Dennis gosh, Leary. I love that song. <laughs> yeah. Those are the two big like Dennis Leary things. <laughs> oh my gosh. I used to know all the words to that song. I haven't listened to it in forever, but yeah. I'm gonna have to use that murder line because my husband is a vegetarian and I am not so <laughs> <laughs> okay well thank you both so much for being on and thank you Bex for putting up with the love of fall e even though you know we're right but still thank you so much <laughs> for putting up Okay, I think we just crossed the line here. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Come on, drink the oh. apple cider. Drink the apple cider. Join our fall cult. <laughs> we have apples. We have apples. <laughs> that's that's going to be the cult I start. <laughs> <laughs> the apples, apple cider fall cult. See, we have apple cider donuts at our farmer's market year round, so that's nothing fancy. <laughs> well, Lottie Todd. <laughs> <laughs> All right, whatever. <laughs> Next time I see Bex shine up, sign up for a podcast. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> Don't do it, Sasha. Don't do it. Just when you come here, I'll bring you to where we have our apple cider donuts. They're probably not as good as Trader Joe's. I don't know, but. <laughs> That's fair. Well, thank you both, though, so much. We're going to go ahead and close out this episode. I'm going to go around and have everybody say where they can be found. And Bex can also tell us where her podcast uh, podcasts can be found. Bex. Sure. You can find me at New York Comic Con uh, on October 12th doing my panel. I don't know what time yet, but <laughs> it's sometime on Thursday. And online, you can find me on Twitter at a single man tier. I forgot my hand. <laughs> I'm on Instagram at drbex underscore fangirl. 
and I am the co-host of Big Reputations Pod along with my co-host Kim. And you can find us at Big Reps Pod on Twitter and Big Reputations Big Reputations Pod on Instagram. See, I, I should definitely write this down, <laughs> but I didn't. Um, yeah. We're, we're going to stop with that for tonight because I don't think I can remember the rest of the social media. <laughs> okay. But you can listen to us on all the podca- on all the podcast platforms. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and Sasha, where can they find you? Uh, I don't have a podcast. I should do one that is just undoey barking. Um, but you can <laughs> find me on Instagram at vegangeekchick. And there in my bio, you can find um, Undewey's Instagram if you would like to see dumb pictures of my dog that barks and ruins the episode. (laughs) They're all good dogs, Sasha. They are. You have not met him. He is a menace. (laughs) He is a menace, but I love him. Um, and this is Aaron. And of course, you don't want to follow me on social media because, well, my Instagram's private and my Twitter, I do nothing there anymore. <laughs> uh, I'm not calling it the other thing. I refuse. It will not happen. Uh, Same. Yeah. yeah. No. Um, I actually haven't updated my app. Yeah. So it's still the little blue bird. I never should have <laughs> updated the app because it's that stupid. I hate you, Elon Musk. Um, and I don't want you on my podcast, so I don't give a crap. <laughs> Uh, but you do want to follow Fergie because spooky season is also her favorite time of year. Today, she was annoying me, though. I love her. But because the weather is so – she likes the colder weather, too. And she had just gone out to pee. And I'm trying to work. And she comes in and she's like, oh, crying. Like, it's the end of the world. She just wanted to walk around the neighborhood. She did. She just because she loves this time of year. So, but she's a goofball. I love her. I need to do an updated TikTok for her sometime soon. So go follow her on TikTok at Schroeder and Fergs. That's S C H R O E D E R A N D F E R G S. And it is long, but it is worth it. Be sure to like the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash it's a fandom thing pod. On Twitter at Fandom Thing Pod. No, it's in that one. On Instagram at It's a Fandom Thing Pod. On TikTok at It's a Fandom Thing Pod. You can watch my embarrassing Jensen Ackles thing. And then you can watch me uh, rage and rage about Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis. So if you want to listen to me rage, go. <laughs> Go watch that TikTok. Uh, so that's at It's a Fandom Thing Pod. Um, if you have any feedback, show notes, if you'd like to be a potential interview guest on the show, feel free to reach out to us via our website, it's a fandom thing pod.com. And while you're there, consider becoming a Patreon supporter today for as little as three bucks a month. And we're also now offering a seven day free trial at that level. And you'll get great bonus content and you get ad free episodes. And coming up in just a few short months, we're going to have our second annual Fandom Choice Awards. And if you're a Patreon supporter, you get to help determine the nominees. So you get to vote for the winners, but you also get to help determine the nominees. So if you want Bex to definitely be nominated for Best Panelist, or if you want Sasha to be nominated for Best Panelist, you have to become 
a Patreon supporter today <laughs> to make sure that I happens. think I lost the nomination. <laughs> I think I lost the nomination with my declaration of uh, <laughs> spring spring loving. <laughs> well, there might be some people out there that are like, enough with the flip and fall. I love spring. Oh, Bex, thank you. So click the support us on our website. It's a phantomthingpod.com or the link in the show notes. But remember, the best way you can help us and any indie podcast, including Bex's podcast, Big Reputations Pod, is by rating us five stars on both iTunes and Spotify. And the biggest support you can do is share, 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 share. So tell your neighbor, tell your friends. When you're at your spooky gatherings, tell them about this podcast. Tell the ghosts that you live with. Tell them. Tell the vampires, the demons, all of them. They all will want to listen. So share, share, share. And on our next episode, Bex and Sasha are going to be back to talk about graphic novels. So until next time, remember, it's a fandom thing. Black Lives Matter and Stop Asian Hate.